Obi. RJ. Who's the other one? Mm, nice. Yes, 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 yes. Episode 9, Premiere Prep Talk. What up? How's it going? Week 10 fixtures going to be previewed. FIFA. I'm getting in FIFA as well. You need hey, to explain yo. to me SBCs because I don't know what the fuck that is. Juicy weekend, huh? Mm-hmm. This was the 10 a.m. starts. Not even one at the yeah, 7. I just noticed that. I love yeah. it. That's yeah. great. It gives me a couple extra hours of sleep. Right? Yep. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to have an extra drink tonight then. Hey, yo. But yeah, so I, I've been playing FIFA on Ultimate Team. I spent about 100 bucks today, so that was shameful. But um, what the hell are the SBCs? I don't I don't understand. I, I see what you have to do. It's a way to dispose cards and get points, but sure. I have a lot of locked things. Well, locked things. What do you mean locked things? Like there's locks. Like I can't put players in certain positions. Is that because I don't have them? Uh, no, no, sir. No, sir. It's because so you have to do the beginning the first couple like starter squad battles, SBC challenges. So like uh, SBCs are what they're called, squad battle challenges. So when yeah, you yeah. say SBCs, that's what we're referring to, just so that everyone's kind of clear on what we're talking about. Um, so when you turn them in, well, before you start them at the start of your ultimate team, you have to actually do the like the beginner packs or the beginner SBCs to get to the more advanced. Yeah, there's four of them. Right, right. So, but on that it says like build a team with all one nationality, but there's yes. like locks. Right, right. The ones that are locked, you don't need right. to do. Okay, them. okay. <laughs> so, so those are just the like the two or three positions that they're asking for. Just do those. So, like the starter ones are going to be really easy for you now because if you did it pre the game coming out on the web app. And everyone was limited because they didn't let you have the FIFA points or your coins didn't transfer over this year. So all of that stuff was like naked. Everyone was starting completely naked. Those bronze coins that you can get them for were like mm-hmm. going for like three to four to five K. And at the time, those are, that's like 50 K to anyone at the beginning of the game, unless you know what you're doing. So right now you can just easily do it. You just go on the market, buy yourself a bronze English player and stick them in at those positions. It's the game just prime trying to, start you off at the at the slow yeah slow even though like you know exactly what the hell you're doing kind of thing so it's it's so dumb yeah i agree hey but good for I you like though the site that you sent me though yeah footpin's huge footpin's huge on the uh yeah shout out to footpin shout out to what they do the database seven no a, a million seven hundred coins for that messy card these things go for a lot, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> the beautiful that part Howland of- card's only seven hundred k though. Only, my boy. Why is the messy one uh, boy a million it. more? Um. Well, it's a new promo, and the other reason to your question, yeah, answer to your question is because that's a live card. So the messy card, what that means is you get points. The, the reason why this promo is so cool every year is because it starts at the beginning of the Champions League. Right as every team starts to circle through the group stages once. And the beauty of this card is not only do you want to get popular players, but you also want to be strategic in getting clubs that are going to go far in the tournament. And the reason is, or at least what you think is going to go far, right? Villarreal, I'm looking at you. But like these players that are on these uh, teams, they get 
uh, bonuses and progressions to their cards as their mm. team progresses. So you'll have like that Thomas Mueller, for example, he's going to be cracked by the end of it. Because no, know, he's already cracked. Well, he is this year. Like I try to explain in text, any other year, and any true player actually not knows going for a lot. He's not, but this is why Seven, it would be. So, so to your point, here's a great, great example as to why this would be like a stock market. You with coins right now, technically, if you don't think he's going to be, the, if you, he's not going a lot to you now, and if you think he's going to be going far in the tournament, right now would be a great time to scoop him for what he, whatever he is, and uh, at the knockout stages, sell him. And you watch your money go. So that now that's a little bit of a long gain. The the quicker the quicker gains in FIFA are in position mods and contracts and believe it or not, believe it or not, balls. Yeah, balls. Soccer balls sell a lot. So you'll find a Champions League ball in a pack and do a compare price on the market, and people want to play with that ball because it's an orange Adidas ball and it's Champions League logo on it. You'll never see the Champions League logo in the game. It's so damn small and minute, but somehow, mm-hmm. some way, it'll sell on the market because people really want it. Interesting. All right. So that's FIFA talk. We'll play some FIFA. Are you playing tonight? 100%. Yeah, I got to do my weekend right. qualies. And uh, yeah, probably try to snap some packs too. All right. Let's preview this uh, fixture list then. Um, well, first of all, there was Champions League Europe, Europa this week. I don't want to go through every game. Uh, no. It wasn't like anything amazing happened. Holland scored two goals. Sky is blue. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, anything st- stood out to you from the uh, the midweek Champions League, Euro- Europa League fixtures? Don't know if it was a Milan collapse or a Chelsea. Oh, my God. Collapse. Real- was just- yeah. I know garbage that. from the beginning. That was awful. <laughs> I figured that Milan was terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think of some other highlighted points. I think it kind of went the way we expected, right? Uh, Tottenham didn't show up. Goose egg didn't we give up anything that, either. Though. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? I can't think of anything else. I'm just happy. Uh, Julian scored. That's huge. Um, Holland get out at the half, no injuries. Let's go. Smart as shit. Um, Gundo at CDM. I'm starting to really love it. I'm starting Kyle Walker to, got hurt. That hurts. Had surgery later in the week. Good point. Thank you. For, that was going to be talked about on the Southampton breakdown. Um, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to that. Uh, but, but. Ben White actually, gets in the England squad over uh, with him here, out. Yeah. I mean, he's so in form right he now. Sh- he I, should be he, in no matter what. But absolutely, yeah, a moron. I mean, if you're talking about a guy who loves defenders and you're missing out on probably one of your better defenders and uh, on the England side, I mean, you're a dumbass. But uh, yeah, so I I've been saying it now for a couple weeks, and this is probably my final take on the Champions League point, so we can get to the breakdowns. I'm really, really, we're two for two now. Last two games, I have seen a backline of Jao. And Sergio, left back, right back combo. I'm telling you, man, that is my Champions League final back four. Whatever Lapore or Akanji, my center backs right now are all incredible. They're not Saliba level, but they're Akanji's probably my best center back right now. 
And that's scary to say because Ruben Diaz is still fucking good. So like John Stones is coming back. Take your time. I mean, God, what was it? 19 million for a kanji? Fucking business, man. Business. But uh, yeah, yeah, two for two on the back line that I really, really love. And we've looked great while doing it. So yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, yeah, one last thing. Napoli, huh? They're looking pretty damn good, huh? They that good? Did you not see their result the other day? I'm trying to find it. Uh, Napoli 6, Ajax 1 in Holland. You didn't see that Champions League result? I mean... Napoli's balling. They destroyed Liverpool. Destroyed I mean... Ajax. Dude, they, they, they are an attacking team. I don't understand the underwhelming. You go in a group stage of the Champions League and you get results like 6-1 against Ajax, 4-1 against Liverpool, and you're going to shrug your shoulders? You okay? Well, you impressed by the 3-2 uh, Europa win by Manchester United? No, your side looks pretty good. Um, All right, you know what? Kudos to you. You know Napoli's undefeated in Serie A? Yes. They're a good team. They might be this year's, you know, there's always a team that makes it to, like, the quarters of the semifinals that you don't expect. They might be the team to watch. They are putting so disrespect in the now look at you. I'm being disrespectful and completely, like, thinking, like, whatever of this performance right now. I get it. Like, but I'm actually kind of lesser on the opponent. I don't think I – I mean, yes, Ajax is good, but, like well, – it, eh. it was at Ajax, though. You put up six points sure. on the road in the Champions League. That's that's. Sure. Six yeah. goals. Great point. Great point by you. But for you to say that you're going to put Napoli in the same conversation as Villarreal, which Villarreal was like what in their table last year? Napoli. They're a mid-table team. Yeah. Napoli's top of their league. I mean, this is this is an ignorance on, on my part for sure. I don't watch Serie A. Well, I actually I, – I somewhat do, but I, I tell you I only watch the big ones. Like, And unfortunately, Napoli's got to be playing like – one of the other bigger clubs for me to watch them. I'll go out of my way and watch Juventus. I'll go out of my way and watch uh, uh, Roma because, like, I think they're playing good ball right now. But, like, they don't need to be playing an opponent. They can be playing Tits McGee, and I'll watch them. But Napoli, for me, Napoli has a good striker on that team. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Milan is in fifth, 5-2-1. Milan is trash. What I saw this weekend was disgusting. Yeah. Was that bad, huh? It was weak. I'm sorry. It was bad. They were awful. So I, I can't take anything away from that, uh, how Chelsea looked. I mean, they got the win. They look good. Let's yeah. see how they look tomorrow against Wolves, and uh, let's start there. Yeah, Premier League good. Week 10 fixtures. Chelsea at home at the bridge against Wolves with no manager. They didn't hire anybody. They just fired Bruno, uh-huh. and they're rocking the no-manager look. Pedro Neto. Another bad injury. He's going to be out for a while. Thank God we didn't spend $50 million on him. That was actually a blessing that we didn't spend any money on him. What do you think about this? And, um, yeah, you're writing these down, right? Yeah, for sure. I got the spreadsheet up. I'm, I'm not sure what to think about. I'm still confused as to what I saw with Milan. So I don't know if it's really something that is concrete. Is Potter doing his thing? But you're infamously going to tell me that Wolves aren't going to finish. 
This is at Stanford Bridge. So, uh, I think Potter shows some more. And Wolves don't have any sort of direction. They're just going to go out there and try to hoop. I got Chelsea putting up at least three on them, to be honest. All right. You know Chelsea's going to go on a little bit of a run. Wolves, no manager. Playing like shit. Can't finish a slice of pizza. 2-0 Chelsea. You going 2-0? Yeah, 2-0. Reese James. Falling. Great finish the other day. Great cross to Aubameyang the other day. Yeah, definitely the best right back in uh, England right now, for sure. Trent slacking. Who is it? You're saying English? Just English? England. England, Not the Prem. England. I'm just saying England. But who's better than him in the Prem? Shit. If Jao Cancelo plays right back, he is. He's not a right back, dude. Mostly a left back. I mean, he can play it, but... That's his original position, my guy. Is it? I thought he was always a left back. No. We've moved him to left back. We moved him to left back because we had injury. Because Mendy got a, yeah. got a charge. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, because Walker's always that right back. Yeah. Yeah, he's our senior guy, but... He's I mean, not playing over there, so you got to go with who's playing over there mo- more. Well, then if we're going starts, then technically in form, too, then I'm going Ben White. Mm, not over Reese. Reese is better. Yeah, yeah, the attacking he scored goals. From Reese. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the attacking option goals. from Reese is definitely Ben there. White's number two, I would say. Definitely. Yeah, watch Ben White uh, shut us up this weekend. I would love it. I would love it. Next, uh, Bournemouth. I went three one Chelsea. Leicester. You went three one, or you said three zero. I went three one. I got three one. Giving the Wolves the goals. They burned you last week. You gave them a goal last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got them scoring more. Chelsea has not it at all. Yeah, Chelsea gonna fuck yeah. up somehow. Yeah. Um, okay. Burnmouth Leicester don't really care about this game. I'm just gonna give you a pr- prediction. Uh, I think Leicester's gonna pick up some forms. Probably a good time to do it at Burnmouth. Two one Leicester. I'm going. Madison's uh, balling. Madison is balling. Madison needs to be on the England team. If he's not on the in the England World Cup, that's a fucking travesty. It is a travesty, but at this point, he won't be. Yeah, at what point do you stop counting the all of the travesties that we've already seen and what to expect? I mean, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I don't care anymore. Yeah, two two draw. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going two two draw. I'm going. Madison scores. I don't. I don't think Vardy's out for a little while. Uh, I don't know how my guy Kalechi and Iacho's doing, but I hope he puts a banger in. Um, two two. Fuck it. They get some momentum, but they still can't stop anyone. Borman's got a little fight to him, and they're at home. Yeah, we got to do our goal prop bet, and we're gonna do this. If if somebody's picked two weeks in a row by either of us, they're they're eliminated. So no Holland this week. Nobody can pick Fair. Holland this week. So it'll reset um, after this week, but no Holland this week. And we'll move on. Man City versus Southampton at the Etihad. Another game. I mean, you could talk about this. I don't really care. You know it's going to be a slapping. Do you, though? I think we drop points in the next two weeks, potentially. I think we're going to win this game 3-2. to two. 
I think Southampton have always kind of figured us out. I was listening to the Pep Presser, and he noted we never really kind of get away to kind of catch fluidity against them. Um, My friend, if if you guys give up two goals after giving up three shameful goals to 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 the Old Trafford bunch of losers, Pep is going to lose his shit. Five goals in two weeks against Man United and fucking Southampton. I can't. How many do you think we're going to give up against Liverpool? Who they play next week? Liverpool. Okay, so they'll they'll they'll. If you think they're going to drop points, they'll drop points next week. I think it's a classic overlook game. This is a this is a slapping, absolute slapping, four zero Man City. Jesus. And I get first pick this week. Yeah. Phil Foden. Wow. Taking Foden. He's on fire. He's in form right now. He's going to get a a goal. That is a sexy pick. Give me Foden. That's my first pick. All right. Fair. I got it marked. You got the next one. Don't respect Southampton at all? Not on the road. Not on the road. Are you trying to say it's hard to play at the Etihad? Uh, I mean, it was, good, it was a decent crowd the other day. It was it was such a good crowd that uh, Man United fans had to leave at halftime. No, even at the at, at the end of the game, let's be honest though. As you watch the game, fans started to kind of leave early. It was a shellacking. I don't think a lot of fans even saw the fucking final goals that Marchier had. But that, that Emirates, was, though, if this was on the road, I can rock with a tricky result at home. Can't see it. I just can't see it at all. Uh, Newcastle versus Brentford at Newcastle, St. James. <sighs> Newcastle with the slapping. And I'm going 3-0, mainly because I don't fucking trust a thing of Brentford right now. Brentford's off form big time. I don't I don't trust anything at all. I'm going 3-0 Newcastle. Almiron's uh, in form. Our boy, uh, our Swedish boy scores, Isak. Who? You're taking him? You're going to take him for your Mm. three? You got to pick three. You don't have to use him now. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I've been trying to think of who that other player is who I want to go. No, I'll tell you who that player is in just a minute. All right. Well, I'm going to give my score, St. James Park. I think uh crowd's going to be up for it. Brentford, really not on form at all. I think it'll be – I don't think it'll be a slapping, but it, it'll be a convincing Newcastle win. I'm going to go 2-0 Newcastle. Ivan Tony, where you at? Ivan Tony, where you at? Where is Ivan be- Tony? Where is Ivan Tony? <laughs> the joke is going to be that he's been missing ever since Ty's asked where he's at. I got in his head, dude. Ty, Ty rattled him. Ty rattled him. I rattled Ty completely him. rattled him. I showed up in his tracksuit and completely mm-hmm. rattled him. Yeah, big facts. Disgrace uh, of the week, Ivan Tony. That's an excellent, excellent impression. Uh, I found the player I'm going with for the first for my first one. That's I'm going with Salah, even though he fucked me last time. Oh God. Uh, go. All right, cool. Uh, so you got the scores for that? Yeah, to know you. Think Newcastle win? I got three nil Newcastle. Brighton, 
Brighton at home against the Tottenham Hotspurs. This is an interesting game. Definitely looking forward to this one. I don't, I can't. Brighton at home, and they kind of showed some fight and spunk last week. I just, I got I'm a sipping the for you. Do you for this game? Yep. yep. I do think Trissard's going to do something, an assist or a goal. And if you wanted to go goal contributions for him, I think it would be probably over two. I do think Brighton are going to be able to put it to him. Brighton's going to be up for this at home. Yeah, uh, yeah they're definitely going to be up for this. This is a good game. My prop bet for this one, over under 45%, 44% possession for Tottenham. Fucking hell, that's a really good prop bet. 44? 44. Would I be bothered to look at the their average possession so far Hurry in the up year? Though. Find it quickly. But yeah, so for this game, I mean, this is definitely an interesting game. Brighton's really on form. Tottenham starting to slack. Frankfurt game was p- pathetic in the midweek. Got slapped up at the Emirates which always happens. So, I mean, you can take what you want from that. But, you know, this is definitely interesting. Will Brighton keep pushing on? Is Brighton going to challenge for a fucking European place this year? That would be cool. I mean, could they get a Conference League or Europa League spot? Definitely would be interesting. And, uh, yeah, they're gonna. you know they're going to show up and take it to Tottenham. They'll be up for this game big time. You got Trossard a lot of goals in this Hat track. Hat tra- yeah? Huh? You got no, a lot of goals that's what he had last week. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think it'll be a lot of goals, to be honest. I think, you know, you know how Tottenham's going to play. I'm okay. taking the under for possession. I think Brighton's going to dominate possession in this. Tottenham's going to let them have the ball. No Kulisevsky, so they're going to try to hit him on the counter, uh-huh. even though he's probably their best counter guy. But what do they have left? You know, is Jed Spence going to play? I don't think so. He's been putting uh, – what's his name at right back? Because Roy all suspended, but he's been playing uh, Regulon, right? Uh, or no, he left. He left. Um, he left. He's with um, what the other guy? Fucking uh, was it Dort? Was it no? Not Doherty. Doherty's no. the player that he called out after the presser. Yeah, but I think he might play him because he clearly doesn't like Jed Spence at all. At all. At all. So yeah, that'll be that Doherty. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see for sure. And yeah, I, I'm going with a. I think Brighton takes it to him. I'm going with a two-one victory. By Brighton, I'm taking the under on possession. I think they're going to have way less possession, and you know that's just how they're going to play. And it is they're going to put up another boring performance, and people are going to keep pushing on Conte after this. He's playing worse than Mourinho, and once he stops getting those results, there's going to be a lot of question. This is a tough game for the Spurs, and I, I think Brighton's going to keep on keeping on. Forty-four percent. You're going under. For the record, they are averaging in the league, in, in the Prem, in the eight games, 47%. Okay. Um, which is close. I mean, and honestly, if if what you're saying is accurate, Brighton are going to have that dominating possession. I mean. Yeah, they're at home. So, so Brighton's going to step it up. Yeah. So yeah, I think it could it could be a little bit more than that. I figured it was somewhere around forty, 
we'll, we'll stick with that though. I have no problem taking the under that's, on that. That's a good number. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a, like just not even looking at it and just thinking about how their style of play. Just I mean, that, boring that's, style. Yeah. So a surprise and a waving of the white flag of the fighting between Conte and Tottenham would be happening if we see Spence start, right? It would be a coming to an understanding. I mean, look, I can't see it. He's barely even played him. I don't disagree, but Brian, did you hear his presser? The <laughs> yeah, guy. What did he is, say again? He's almost going at it with the club right now, man. It's almost. I mean, he's like, he made a comment. He's just like, no, I'm. I want to win. I'm trying to win. I don't want to have to play Doherty. Dar, like, like he, he, he basically he, made it seem like they're both bums, and I don't even want them on the team. <laughs> man, it's incredible. I, I really. There's been a lot of times in the sport where you listen and you're just like, man, I wish they'd just get that man a translator so I can fully understand the, the exact words he's trying to say right now because his English is shit. I mean, that you know guy what he's is probably going to do. You know what he's probably going to do? Sesson Young at right wing back. Yeah. I think he's going to go that. Yeah. Parasic at left wing back, oh. back three of Romero, Dyer, and uh, Lanley. I think that's what I, mean, I think that's what Hollow set up. He needs this. He needs this. This is a top this is a top four in the standings. I mean, they're playing the team right below him. We're looking at a three four matchup right now. That's a huge, huge game. So Brighton I mean, is just so well coached with Potter. <laughs> we saw them well coached last week as well. Um Tottenham comes in here again with a two man midfield. They're getting they're getting dominated, and that 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 under is going to look really good for me because they got to stop with that two man midfield. And if you're going to go two man midfield, put Basuma in there. You know, they're not be even gone. playing him. Another another strange thing. Why is Basuma not playing? He's got to be annoyed. He went to Tottenham and he's not playing. He's he's Bentoncourt, Hoiberg. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'd be pissed if I was him, but I don't know. I think this is a good match. I'm really looking forward. Probably probably the one I'm looking forward to the most tomorrow. What about you? Uh, yeah, it's up there. I mean, I really do think that Brighton, I I obviously care more about the Sunday main event. That one's going to be the juicy of all juicy games. I'm stoked for it. I've already yeah, got. Let's move on. Let's go to Sunday. <laughs> what do you... What? I already got your Why boy you lined up. <laughs> Why do you have this? I okay. got Saliba ready to be posted. I got Thomas. your boy ready to be posted. Who's That's that? It's the, hard to see. The best left back, right back defender in the world. Oh, Jock and Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I don't Who know did why you pick for this game? Out. Obviously, you went uh, Brighton, but what was the score? Brighton 2 1. 2 1. Cool. I'm going and 3 you're going over. You're going over. You're going 3 1. Brighton? Three one Brighton, yeah. For shellacking, I'm yeah. looking for premium content. It's going to be the main. Where the fuck were you when Conte flat out says I don't have enough to win here? <laughs> that's what. That's what it's going to be. Did he do another yeah. interview today? Because I feel like uh, you're dropping quotes that I didn't see. No, 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 no. That's no. He didn't say that. He said. Oh, I'm okay. saying that's what he's going to say after the game. 
Well, don't forget, they had a great transfer window. Oh, God. So great. They're not even playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Crystal Palace at home at Selhurst Park against Leeds United. Decent game. Um, I don't know which way I'm leaning. You know, Palace has to start picking up. I think I'm going to lean Palace at home. Leeds also kind of, you know, hitting a tough, tough bit of form a little bit. Uh, had a really terrible game last week against Villa, right? Yeah, that was awful. That 0-0 draw, really boring game. I think I think Palace will get back on track here. They only got one win in seven matchups, so I think they'll get their second win here. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Palace. Palace, I think, I think there'll be goals in this game, so I'm going to say Palace 3-2 against Leeds. 3-2, Palace. <clears throat> Another great situation where... If you listen to the presser, the Jesse March breakdown afterwards of pretty much just saying we came to play and like win the game. Oh yeah, it's unfortunate that this other other teams don't do that against us or don't want to do that. Like that was just salty. I love it. I love it. And for that, I like him. I, yeah, I man, he, he's coming in. Balls heavy. I'm trying to do this. Let's go. He's yeah. attacking. He's not back here trying to, you know, protect a, a protect a draw, get a result. He's not going in this saying, "Oh, I gotta uh, uh, defend and, and really stop teams from doing what they do." Like he's going in with a mindset that is from a from a positive, uh, 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 proactive approach instead of a reactive approach. Unlike you know, fake bald managers of fucking big stadiums so fucking it's i i i'm excited for them but they're playing crystal palace and i think crystal palace are better so i'm going 2-1 crystal palace yeah marsh also was slamming villa because they were wasting time too he so he was slamming them over the the, the time yeah. wasting which i appreciate honestly like why isn't he coaching team usa over that fucking bum burr <laughs> There you go. Seriously. Get Burhalter out. Get Marsh in. Right now. Yeah. He knows how to deal with the American players. He's got that fuck you attitude that USA needs. You know, we don't yep. need to fucking play play shit non-attacking football at the World exactly. Cup. You know. It's uh it's a little ridiculous. So why why isn't he why isn't he the USA manager? I think he's a perfect candidate. I like his attitude and, and you know, tactically he's pretty decent. He's had some good results this season. You know, at Leeds, who they lost Rafinha, they lost Calvin Phillips, two of the best players they had, and they're still getting decent results. So, yeah, yeah that's that's my uh, that's my hot take of the week. Bro, Halter, get his ass out now, <laughs> tomorrow. Get Marsh in, do it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't disagree but with yeah, you. Three two uh, Palace, three two Palace, and uh, you know Zaha let me down last week, but I'm going to take him this week again. And he'll be off the table next week. But I want Zaha, so I got Foden, Zaha, and I'm still up in the air with my third. You'll, you'll you get you get a pick next. Excellent, because you just left it open. I was waiting for you to go, Gabriel Jesus. You're fucking nutty. I should have picked him first. My mm. man loves him a Liverpool squad. My man eats. I forgot. My yeah, man eats versus Liverpool. He about to hey, go hey, in. I'll be happy if you get that. Take the point. Damn right. I well, I'll give you the fucking point. Um. <laughs> 
West Ham versus Fulham, your, your second team, West Ham, David Moyes. David Moyes <laughs> FC. West Ham versus Fulham. And, you know, this is a good matchup too. I'm actually – this is this one is a good warm-up for the Arsenal-Liverpool matchup for me. But, yeah, I'm definitely interested in this one. Uh, West Ham, hopefully they pick up form, and I think they are. Uh, I think this is where they start picking up form and climbing that table. And, you know, we said last week Fulham with that terrible red card within the first couple minutes of yeah. uh, of their game against Newcastle, who completely slapped them 4-0. Yeah, I think, you know, they, were, they got off to a hot start. I think this is where they kind of dip in form a little bit, Fulham. So I think this is a perfect game for West Ham. They're at home, and uh, they're really starting to click. Skamaka had a banger last week. Uh, Paqueta really starting to look like he's getting comfortable in London. Huh. And uh, I think they're going to start firing from here. I'm going 2-0 West Ham. Fuck. And you know what? I'm taking Skamaka. That's going to be my third guy. I think he's going to get another goal. Moyes is finally playing him. He brings him in for fucking 40 million. He sat him on the bench the first six games. So, yeah, he looks like a decent striker. Arsenal was linked with him. I definitely want to take him as a backup to Jesus over in Kedia. So, yeah, I'm going to go with him. He's going to be my third uh, goal scorer. Skamaka. I was actually wanting to go 2-1 West Ham as well. Obviously don't want to pick the same score line. I'm looking at the fixtures that West Ham have in front of them. Fulham, Anderlecht uh, during the Europa at they home. just smacked them yesterday. Yeah. And then they have Southampton next Sunday. And then Liverpool three days after that. The mm, back end tough. of the month is pretty easy, but except for United on the last day of the month. So they... they... Why isn't that easy? Mm, talking that shit. Why isn't that easy? Well, United got slapped by Man City. They look like yeah. shit against some team called Omicron or whatever the fuck they were called. <laughs> um, a variant. Oh, yeah. By a, virus. a variant. A variant cancer. Um, yeah. Why, why, why isn't that? I mean, Lissandro Marcinez is back to, you know, Middle Earth being a Hobbit <laughs> defender instead of an actual good defender. Um, he was terrible in that game yesterday. Ronaldo should retire tomorrow. There's another hot take. Retire tomorrow along with Jesse Mars going to USA. Why isn't that an easy game? I think West Ham picks up form. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think these, the point I'm trying to make is that these next two matchups with Fulham in, in particular in front of us, they have to get these dubs because if they don't get these wins, it's, it's going to be so much harder for them in the winter. And then the back end of the year, I don't necessarily feel like West Ham are a team that can – and actually, now that I think about it, they did climb, I think, was it two years ago? Where, like, the, the back end of the year – No, it's not, which it, it doesn't help them, but they need it now. So I'm going 2-1 West Ham. So we're picking the same score. No, you picked 2-0. Didn't you? Did I? Oh yeah, yeah I did. I did. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I wanted to two one. Uh, two one. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, I think West Ham's going to pick up form. We'll leave the Arsenal Liverpool for last. Yes, uh, Sunday will. two p.m. game. Not sure why they're doing that. Uh, but this this is actually an interesting game. Everton's playing pretty good actually. And yeah. They're at home. They're at home at Goodison, and Man United's coming in. I just smack talk them. Four wins, three draws. So, so far, Man, Man U is an all-or-nothing type team. 
going into Goodison Park. Everton's been good. They've been good defensively also, playing that back three formation. They've been doing good. Connor Cody leading that. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they had a very good result last week. And, you know, a Wobi, old school, old school gunner, one of the most frustrating Arsenal players in the last five years. Um, but, yeah, he's gone to Everton, and he they moved him to central midfielder. And I think I mentioned it, like, early in the podcast, but he's actually playing really good ball there. Really, really good. He looks very comfortable in that position, and it makes sense because that guy, if he didn't go there, he should go on Wolves because the guy can't finish anything. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a tough game for Everton. You know, I just said uh, Man U's an all-or-nothing type team. So, win or loss, or does Man U get their first draw here? I'm, I'm kind of leaning. Um, I'm leaning towards that actually happening, a draw. But uh, you go because I'm, th- I'm I'm still pondering it. I'm still pondering it. What do you, what do you think about this matchup? I'm going two one Everton and Gordon gets a goal. Uh, that's what the third guy that I'm picking. So so uh... the, the finalize the three. You got Phil, Saha, and Skamaka, and I went Salah, Jesus, and Gordon. Um, I think United are gonna go into Goodison Park, which is. No matter what the fuck's going on with Everton, that place is tough. Those fans yeah. show up. So, yeah, I'm going 2-1 Everton. Um, and I I feel like, shit, I'm, I think Gordon might even get the brace, honestly. Uh, I'm going a, here's my hot take of the week. Uh, Gordon's going to have a 9.5 rating for this game. So he's gonna ball out of control. He's, he's gonna, gonna take a goal ball the fuck out. He, is he not? If he's not gonna score the second goal, my man's gonna drop the dime to someone to tap it in and finish it off. Awobi. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so he can put it in the fucking parking lot. Hey, they need a ball out in the parking lot. They're they're trying to have some fun out there. Um. Okay. I was kind of leaning something similar. I'm gonna. I'm going to say it's going to end a draw, though. I'm going to say it's going to be 2-1 like you predict, and there's going to be a late goal from United. Martial, Rashford, maybe Lissandro hits it off his kneecap, and it goes in. But, um, yeah, I'm going 2-2. United will get their first draw here, and it'll be be a lucky draw because they're going to get outplayed. Fuck it. So I got two to one Everton, and you got two to two. Nottingham Forest Villa, one of the least interesting games of the week. Fuck I don't hell. have much to say. Stevie G keeps on surviving. Uh, the Nottingham Forest manager survived as well. There was some chatter. Oh. You know, I mentioned on the podcast that he was going to go. Uh, what's his name? Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Um, you didn't stay on top of it. Had you kept up with more of your Pogba witchcraft fucking shithousery? He would have been fucking. He would have been down for the count. Yeah, Steve Cooper, um, staying alive. Could this be El Sacico? Will there be a manager sacked after this one? That's that might be my official hot take of the week. There, this is the loser leaves town match. This is the loser leaves town match. Whoever loses this game will be sacked. And right now, I'm leaning with a Nottingham Forest loss. I think it's going to be another stinker 
of a at game at home in Villa. They're going to lose at home, and that's going to be the final straw for Mister Cooper. That'll be it. He will be. They're, they're going to say, oh, "Okay, walk to the locker room." Okay, you see that? The door's locked. You don't have the key. Keep walking. Just walk out of the fucking stadium. We will FedEx you your belongings. Okay, get out of here. Loser leaves town. Match. That's the hot take of the week. Boom. Steve that, Cooper. That is- on. That is pretty hot because I think the only way someone Two gets zero. sacked. Oh, by the way, okay, so okay, so actually, you're in. Okay, now that's that's a little bit more realistic to me because the reason I say that, I think both of these clubs don't want to even fuck around with the misery of losing a manager and going the rest of the year trying to figure that out and all that shit. I think it would require an absolute shellacking from someone. To where the other side says, this is ridiculous. We got to let go of this motherfucker. So I don't think it'll be anybody getting sacked. And I actually think both of these clubs are going to be looking at each other like our manager's better than yours. Fuck it. We'll do this for him. So I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Um, But it's going to be so fucking boring. I'm not going to watch this fucking shit. Yeah, Monday night game too. Fuck. I'll probably tune in because there's nothing else going on at that time. But yeah. Listen, 2 0 at home after going 1 6 and 1. Yeah, it's Columbus Day. A 2 0 yeah. loss to Villa, who's, who's been terrible all year, pretty much. Um, that's a bad result, especially after all the fucking money they spent. So yeah. I think 2 0 Villa will be enough to say bye bye, Mr. Cooper. Bye bye. <laughs> for sure. No more hanging out with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's a thing. That's uh, that's that's a very very realistic. If they go, they lose two 0 at home after a f- assurance that he's good. Shit looking bad again, bro. Bro. All right, the main event of the weekend, definitely the best game on the schedule. I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan, but you have the inform Arsenal Gunners going against Liverpool. This is at the Emirates, and I'm pumped for this one. This is the match. This is the match that means probably the most out of any match in the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, this is a big one. Arsenal wins this. It's a statement. This is a statement game. This is is this the old, you know, is this the old team that has success over the past year? Is this the passing of the torch? Is is the future for Arsenal right now? Is this the passing of the torch game where Liverpool comes in and Arsenal wins comfortably and says, "All right, Liverpool." Back to Merseyside you go, but leave leave that torch here because we're going to carry it from now on, and we're going to be the team competing for trophies every year like you've been. We're going to be in a title race every year like you've been with City. Is this that match? What, what do you think from an outsider's perspective? Beautiful ball is about to be played. We should all sit back and enjoy it and watch it and love it, embrace it. I'm going to soak it all in 100%. I'm looking at the rest of your fixtures for the month and with the October 9th, 19th game getting canceled between city and Arsenal. And then the October, you also had a United game in there somehow that was scheduled. So really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wrong. We just played United. Yeah. So I would play them twice. I don't know. It's, it looks like the schedule is all fucked up. So that game being, where are you getting the schedule from? Bleacher Report. Yeah, that's wrong. 
Because, yeah, we already played United, so why would we play them twice in a month or this early in the season? I don't know. But I did feel like one club this week is getting their second matchup with that club. I think I'd have to look at it. I'm not sure. Um, But we're not playing United, though. No, you're not. It's pretty smooth the rest of the month. Southampton, um, PSV, Forest, Leeds. You slap Tottenham, and then you take care of business against Liverpool, you're looking at a potentially undefeated October. Potentially. I still think some of those games are going to be tough. You know, Leeds, Leeds away is a tough game. Ellen Road, that's always a tough one. Southampton away is tough. Forest will handle pretty easily. Um, those two games will be tough. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a draw out of one of those. Um, but this is the game that they circled on the October schedule. Definitely. Man City was taken off, so they circled Liverpool. North London Derby last weekend. They're going to be pumped after that. It's at the Emirates, which is a key. Emirates was fired up last weekend over um, over the North London Derby, and they're going to come in really, really excited for this. Because like I said, this is a statement game. It's a statement game. Liverpool's that team that we could never beat. <clears throat> Our records are atrocious against Liverpool and Manchester City. Terrible. And it's time we start winning these games. And this is a perfect time. In-form Arsenal at home against an out-of-form Liverpool. A Liverpool that we saw the other day <clears throat> dominate the Rangers game in the Champions League but only get two goals. It was still a close game. The dude on Rangers missed a sitter in, in like the second half. They make that. That's a different ball game. Different ball game. So, yeah, um, Allison saved them from a potential bad result. Potential bad result, you know, uh, at Rangers. And then we saw them last week at Brighton, 3-3, down 2-0 very quickly. Tie it back up take the lead, and then concede another goal. Yep. You know, this is a Liverpool team that Van Dyke doesn't look at it at all. Trent is getting sliced up week in and week out. Robertson doesn't look at it. I think he's out as well. Um, so you'll see Simicus probably at left back. This is a defense you can get at. Fabinho's been terrible. I don't even think he'll play. So this is a game Arsenal really should be winning. I'd be very, very disappointed even with a draw in this game. You know, even with a draw. So I'm taking Arsenal in this one. I think it's going to be tricky. Liverpool is still Liverpool. We cannot overlook them, and we have to give them respect. And this is a must-win game for Liverpool because they dropped this one. They are 14 points behind Arsenal. 14. I don't care how good they are. That's a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. And you know Liverpool is not competing for the title this year. So they have to look at, we have to compete for top four. And Arsenal is one of those teams we will be competing for top four with. You can you can gain a 14-point lead against Arsenal uh, against Liverpool right now. That is fucking huge. Huge. So this is a must-win for me. I'm not going to give my scoreline yet, but what are you thinking going into this? I, I think it's really important to note a few things. Um... Liverpool on the back end of this month have West Ham, which, as we've already noted, we feel like they're going to be up and arise. So I feel like that's going to be a good contention. Um, they have 
if I'm not mistaken, they also have United later on. So this Didn't is a big you say month. say that Manchester City play Liverpool next week? Yeah. We play Yeah, they do. Oh, shit. They do. Yep. Yeah. So, so they have a tough schedule. Really tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, have, they have Nottingham Forest and, and Leeds, but Arsenal, Man City, after losing to Brighton, I mean, this, this could really go off the tracks for them, right? I they're they're there's so many more questions and gaps. The thing that makes this so much valid to ask questions about Liverpool right now are the gaps that we're having. It's not like other than Salah. So Salah's the one player that we can say is like playing, but like there's gaps in his play. What's going on? Every other player, you're kind of like, well. You want to bring him up, but you're like, well, he's just old. Firmino, he's old. He's been playing well. He, I mean, he had that one game though. a couple weeks ago where they were playing. They had lit it up. Whoever they put a nine spot on, right? They were they were kind of, you know, just out there having a ball with it, hooping. But it's kind of like, I just, I, I don't, I don't really know about the consistency of Liverpool. But what we've seen so far this year is that the certain big games. They will show up. This is obviously that big game. Um, they've got to be taking you guys serious. They've got to be taking you guys serious. I'm so interested on how they're going to defend you. Um, I'm very. I. It's. They're going to press. They're going to press you because I bet Klopp doesn't believe. I mean, first off, that's what he does, right? He's going to do that gangum press, so he'll do his thing. But I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be very important how the how players set up, how uh, how Partey, who's going to be in the midfield with Partey, kind of making sure passes are kind of solidified as you guys move uh, into the final third. Um, is Granite going to be given the freedom to move up um, with Zinni tucking in? Are we going to see? I I know this from Arsenal. Gabriel Jesus is going to show the fuck up. There ain't no question about that. I can assure you right now, every Arsenal fan going into this game, if Gabriel Jesus is your is your starting striker, he will put in a goal for you. My man loves playing against the Reds. So you mm-hmm. are fine in that regard. You are fine in that regard. I'm just very curious is if growing moment for Arsenal Tactically, Miguel, are you going to shit yourself and do something crazy, or are you going to go ahead and really kind of keep running with it? Because this is really a game for you to kind of show big dogs. Tottenham, that's a derby. It's a derby. Whatever, you know, we get it. This, this is more of like, all right, we're we're a big dog and we're proving we're eating with the big dogs this year. I would love it to be exactly what I've thought in my in my heart the whole time, which is Arsenal City back and forth. Who's going to win it? Um, I'm actually not looking forward to seeing the tactics of Liverpool. I don't really give a shit. I really think that because I'm not going to get anything out of it. I know what the, I know what they do when they play City. So I'm not. I, it's not even like with Tottenham. Oh, let me see how they kind of do it with you guys. They were stupid. You want to play two in the midfield? Get your cheeks str- spread. Like it's it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, Tottenham. It was more like you're dumb. That you're dumb. You don't respect Arsenal. This game is more of Liverpool are going to come in and I think going to give you the press. They're going to give you, all right, you guys want to play this way? We've been doing it for quite some time. Let's get it. 
So that's going to be the most interesting variable to me. Seeing Arsenal that first time lose possession or have their ass put in the back of the corner. Like, that's where it's, all right, cheeks are getting tighter. Let's see what's about to happen. So I think that'll be dope. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be definitely interesting on in how they line up. I'm actually I actually am interested in how, how Liverpool come in and set up. They played a new formation last weekend. Uh, this this week, like I said, Robertson looks like he's out. Um, so that'll be interesting. I think they're gonna put Simicus at left back, and who are they gonna stick in midfield? Uh, there's rumors that Thiago might be out, so that'll be big if they can't if they come into the Emirates with no Thiago in midfield. We'll run them over. Partey and Jacka will absolutely run them over in the midfield. Odegaard as well. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how they set up. We will see. It's all speculation at this point besides for uh, Robertson, who Klopp said he is definitely out. Um, they got that Arthur Mello, Mello guy too, and he hasn't played at all as well. Klopp he's doesn't like him. Well. Yeah, uh, he's also hurt, but, yeah, it doesn't seem like that yep. is a very good loan deal. Another guy we were linked to for a while as well. But, yeah. Nunez so, gets the start. Darwin Noodles. Uh, I think he's going to start Jota in uh, at striker. Yeah. Or maybe he'll put him in at the 10 because they were playing a kind of uh, 4-2, a 4-2, what is that formation that we used to play? 4-2-1-2-1 or whatever it was, where you have uh, two wingers and maybe Jota plays at the – attacking mid and noodles up top that'll be a very attacking formation we'll see how they go i'm sure klopp is not going to be scared no matter what he picks um but i think they'll put jota at a striker i think he'll start at striker jota loves playing arsenal always scores against us i was tempted to pick him in the in the goal thing because he always fucking scores against arsenal but you know Firmino's also been playing good he had a brace last weekend against brighton so It'll be interesting, but you know I can't speculate too much on that. I don't. I don't really pay attention to them all week. But Arsenal, uh, the only one that's really questionable is Zinchenko. I think he was seen in and out of training pictures this week, so I don't know if he picked up another knock. Either way, if Zinchenko's hurt, I'm fine with Tierney stepping in. And how we'll set up is, I think. Now, it's going to be interesting if we play that inverted midfield if Tierney yeah. steps in or we'll drop or we'll keep him in a more traditional left back role. Because playing inverted midfield against Liverpool, who pressed the shit and have Luis Diaz, you know, uh, Mohamed Salah, Jota, Noodles, uh, Firmino, you know, with all those yeah. attackers, if you're going to play that inverted and leave Gabriel back there kind of by himself who's been making mistake after mistake. Mm, I don't know about that. That's definitely going to be the thing I'm watching. Scared money don't make no money. Scared money don't make no money. But let's be honest, Arsenal's on form, so they might say, we're going to play how we play, and you adjust to us, Liverpool. You know, and I think that might happen. Yeah. You are the top of the table. You have someone coming to your kingdom saying, you ain't it. I better fucking see Mikel do his tactics. If I see pussyfooting around, I'm going to be so pissed off. I better not see Mikel not tucking in a fucking left back or a right back. Don't be surprised if Tierney starts and Ben White gets to tuck in with a little switcheroo on your clop. 
I think Mikel has figured it out, man. I really think we're going to see some attacking shit from Arsenal. From what no we've fear. seen from Arteta, he usually plays his style no matter who comes in. So I think Zinchenko will probably start. It'll be the same exact starting lineup as last week. Zinchenko will start. I think he'll be a little quicker to bring on Tierney this week. Um, but he's been bringing on about the 60th minute. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I really, really like that Fabio Vieira guy. That is yeah. one thing I learned this week. He looks like a crafty little little player. Yeah. And uh, I definitely want to see him get some minutes this week. So uh, where will they put him? He's been playing Cam, uh, attacking mid. I'd be interesting to see him on the wing a little bit, maybe as a creative left. But it'll depend how the game goes. Last year we played Liverpool. No goals against them, but Martinelli absolutely shredded Trent Alexander-Arnold. Go watch that game we played them at home. He absolutely <laughs> shredded him. And I'm sure Martinelli remembers that, and he will take it to him again. So it's going to be interesting. Um, predictions, 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 predictions. Same scoreline as last week, 3-1 Arsenal. Holy shit. I like it. I got an even more exciting game. 4-2 Arsenal. I love it. I'll take that. I'll take that. Four goals would be a statement for sure. Even 3-1 yeah. is a statement. But, yeah, I was going to pick Fenders two, score. Saliba. I got a feeling. Yeah, we'll what see. Yeah. Definitely a big game. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Um, statement game, and 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 th- there will be different conversations taking place if if uh, we win. There will be different conversations taking place next week if we win. Oh yeah, oh yeah. People will be counting the average age of Liverpool's midfield. They will be wondering if Trent Alexander has ever done any sort of defensive skills or drills in practice. Um. Yeah i I would love. I'm go. That's my. That's my heart pick too. It's not even like I'm going logic with that. Although to a certain degree, you can, like you said, like you've noted, Ars- uh, Arsenal and Mikel are going to play their their. St- he's going to play his style. So, yeah. If that's the case, I really do think with the way Liverpool are playing right now, and this going into getting slapped by Arsenal four two at the Emirates, going into playing. City next weekend. Holy shit. Is it at Anfield? I think it is at Anfield. Do, is it? Do we go to Anfield next next weekend? I'm checking. I'm checking. I don't yep, give a shit. It's at Anfield. So that, yeah, go I on. mean, this could be, they're playing, they're playing the, the first and second place team. They lose both these games. They're going to be 14 points behind Arsenal this week. And then you expect a City win. So they'll be going in next week, 13 (laughs) points behind City. And then they have a potential to be 16 points behind City after that. So these next two games are pretty much... If if Liverpool wants to compete for the title, they have to win pretty much both of these games, I would have to say. They lose both, they're out. And they have to, at best, probably get fourth. Maybe third. And then you're worried about January window, them sn- coming in and heisting any of the people that you've been looking at. This I don't think they'd be do that, though. 
Honestly, they're, be they're, active. That, they're that out of it. Now, now, you know, people always used to bang on the Cronkies, but this Liverpool team, they don't really invest. You know, they haven't really backed Klopp. Their big, their big signing this summer was noodles, and that's it. Yeah. They needed, they need to reinforce that midfield. They need to reinforce that defense a little bit. Definitely the fullbacks. Um, Robertson's getting up there in age. Henderson's getting up there in age. You know, refresh the squad a little bit, and they didn't. They don't get backed. You know, they're they're linked with Jude Bellingham, but they won't go in for him at January, especially if they're way out of it. They'll wait till the summer and gamble with that. But um, yeah, I mean, this is a statement game. It means a lot for Liverpool, as we're saying, and that's the thing that scares me the most. But I think yeah. Arsenal's just better than them this year. I really do. I think they're a better team, and they're at home. So I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Liverpool, I'm happy that you note that. Um, I didn't always want – when it, when a City fan says it, it's because, oh, well, not everyone can have a club who spends so much money as you all. Like hearing it from another club uh, fandom that, that has that same understanding because it's true. Like they don't back – Liverpool and Klopp like if you have such a great manager if you're able to win you know the Prem and then the Champions League and and get to the final again like you've obviously shown signs you guys should have been doing the things that City have been doing and what Arsenal are doing now and what West Ham are trying to do and what Newcastle are now trying to do which is you know spend not Newcastle are a little stupid with it they still don't know what the hell they're doing like West Ham are still out there just spending, but not really necessarily being the smartest about how they go about it quite yet. So, I mean, but they're also landing players. They shouldn't be landing, right? Lucas Paqueta is way better. He's a, he's not a West Ham player. I'm sorry. I didn't think he was when he signed for him. He's just too good to be there. Like why? That doesn't yeah. make any sense, but they got it done. Like if you ask me, Arsenal signed Paqueta. Holy shit. I'd be laughing at all of you basically trying to tell me that Arsenal aren't in it to win it. Like, you're crazy. City are going to run away with it with that type of roster. And that's just one major signing to your squad. So that just speaks to the influence and the importance of January. Liverpool don't do it. They just don't do it. They say, yeah, these some of these older guys, they're still playing well. Okay, well, keep running with Matip. See how See how fucking far that goes for you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, so that that's it. Week ten out of the way. We're gonna play some FIFA in a little bit. Um, for sure. I need to do these SPCs. Anything else? Hey, did you see this um did you see this video of Draymond punching Jordan Poole? Oh my god, bro. Did you see it? I haven't watched oh, it. It's ridiculous. And talking about that. And um, you know. It's a soccer podcast, but we got baseball playoffs coming up. So next week, I think we'll mix in 10 minutes of some Yankee content because it is the playoffs that will be starting next week. Cleveland Guardians won game one today, so it looks like Uh a potential opponent for us. I'd rather play them than the Rays. The Rays always fuck yes. Absolutely. Um, Well, let me watch this Jordan Poole video. Dude, it's ridiculous. I have so many questions, mainly – why? How did you get this? How did you get your hands on this? You and I have bone fifth and been in pretty intense practices. We've been in locker rooms. You know the lifestyle. I don't understand how they got their hands on this film. That's that's the first question that I have. <clears throat> the second the second thing that I have is I see Steph Curry. I see I think Andre Iguodala in there. 
I see plenty of yeah, exactly. Dude, <laughs> Dude, his reaction to this, by the way, is absolutely hilarious. My man, my man snuffed him. Sent him to the caught shop. Him. <laughs> like straight up snuffed him perfectly, but then caught him. Caught him on the way down. It was it, it was yeah, it, it was like your uncle coming back from drunk night at the strip club. He tried to throw hands with you, and he took care of you real quick, and he just put you down as he lay as he after he laid your ass out on some. This is out of love. Yeah, I got it. It's back. That's a, that's yeah. The, the the internet's going wild about this. I'm on the NBA Reddit. Richard Jefferson said it. I'd fire my entire video staff. There's no way you let that fucking video get out. Do you think yeah. Draymond Green leaked that? Nah, hell no. no. Hell no. Maybe he wants to get out of uh, Golden State. Draymond Green leaked leaked that, bro. And I would almost say LeBron's got a moral dilemma on his hands. More of a moral dilemma than certain politicians have in this country or in this world when they do certain shit. Take the money or do right by people because... LeBron's going to have to have people in that locker room that he's going to have to answer to. Like, yo, you see what he just did over there. If what you're, if you go down that path, that's such a, you can't be having some, some of that toxic toxicity in a fucking locker room with you, bro. No, that's, that's crazy. A, that's a, somebody one, either Draymond has to go. In my opinion, you can't do that. You just can't. And, and it, it didn't even look like a serious scuffle. You know, they were no. arguing. It was like little, little trash talk. Let's break this down. Yeah. Because we play ball, you know, nothing crazy. Um, but, you know, we've been on teams together. We know how things get heated. You know, it wasn't even like Draymond's going in, pool knocks him to the ground, elbows him in the back of the head, and mm-hmm. a bunch of them. This is, I mean, let's watch the video again. <clears throat> you see Draymond on, on, on the baseline, corner three yep. spot. He's, he's, of course, doing all the talking. I mean, yep. pool. Pool's kind of like done with it already. Yeah. And you see yeah. Draymond mouthing off, of course. Of yeah. course, he's the instigator. No surprise there, right? He walks up to Pool. He gets in his face. Pool just kind of pushes him back. Right. And then but Draymond he- does a fucking Superman punch and then catches so- him on the way down. I mean, so- that's a get the fuck off the team, Draymond. Yeah. So, so Jordan, Jordan definitely says okay. something to get Draymond to walk to him. I'm not condoning or justifying hey, anything. Are you I'm sure? Not. But we know. We know Draymond's a wild fucker. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, no doubt. No I, doubt. We, but we don't know that, right? We don't know that because for all we know, he's wild enough to just run up Draymond. on him and snuff him. Just, we just for like Draymond the... be a silly, silly dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, he's got, was, I think. I, I can't believe that. I honestly cannot believe that. I yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised there. if he's if he goes. I wouldn't be surprised. But if you're if you're Golden State, I'm gonna tell you right now. If we're trading him, we're trading his ass to Detroit. We're trading his ass to Indiana. We're trading his ass. We ain't trading him to L.A. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He's not coming up on this. I don't care. You've won us championships. We're doing right by the player. No, you've done all that well, but you've just put. Especially if I'm going, I'm still going down the path that that you're saying. Did Draymond leak this? If we're going down the path that Draymond leaked this, my guy, I'm sending you to Minnesota. 
No, actually, Minnesota's in the conference. My guy, I'm sending you to Detroit, 100%. 100%. Like, I, I, you're going somewhere in the Eastern Conference. I'm not fucking with this at all. And and you're okay with losing an influential part to your championship I, roster? I that's another thing now. That's- this is a great conversation to have because honestly, I love like David Sampson does with the Levitard show and how he brings in front office conversations. Like I'm here to tell you, I've seen, I, I'm, I'm not going to name names. I cannot name names, but I will tell you right now, I have been an assistant coach at the division two collegiate level in which I have had a player do something on campus immediately after a big victory. And it was something that was caught on camera. And all I'm going to sit there and tell you is as a coach sitting in a coach's room, as an assistant, never as the head guy, as the head coach making the making the negotiations and decisions and having the campus police sit down with you. I'm not in those conversations. I'm telling you from a coaching staff perspective, you have to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, is that man's productivity worth the shit he's bringing me? I've had to ask myself that numerous times. And Brian, I'm here to tell you, I, I have said it yes more times than no. <laughs> I'm yeah. not ashamed to say it either. It's shit we got to deal with, my guy. But that, I'm wow. telling you, the first wow. major. I, I, can't, first, I still can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, I'm the still. First major, the first major what? The first major thing I'm pissed about. The first major thing I'm pissed about more than anything. I know it's pretty bad. I know it's a bad hit. But with not knowing the specifics of what was said, what was going on, was it based on play? Was it ba- Did someone sleep with someone? I, I don't know nothing. I'm just going based on what we know. The first thing I'm pissed about right now, who the fuck leaked it? Your job, your career, your coaching, everything. Done. It's over. Never want to hear from you again. Launch a full investigation. We need to get boots on the ground. We need to know who the fuck. Who leaked the snuff? Who the fuck leaked this? We need Sherlock Holmes. We need fucking... We need all the top detectives on this. Yeah, uh, Nancy Drew, the fucking those two <laughs> brothers. We need everybody. The we Hardy Boys. Harry Potter with some magic. We need everybody. The Hardy Boys. Yeah, we need those fucks. All those motherfuckers. We need. We need uh, them all. We need them yeah. all. We need Batman, Detective Batman from the new Batman movie with uh, Robert Pattinson. This is, and listen, but here, here it is. Draymond's thirty-two. Okay, you just won a championship yeah. last year. I'm sorry, but you're supposed to be the veteran leader of the team, Draymond. Yeah. That is that is a ridiculous thing. And yeah. this isn't no Michael Jordan shit punching Steve no. Kerr. This is Draymond punching Jordan Poole, who's a damn good player. I mean, yeah. you know Jordan Poole's not going to feel some type of way about this. The man fucking dropped you. He sent you to the shadow realm. So I cannot <laughs> see, like... Is this yeah. the time to break up with Draymond if you're the Warriors? I think it is. I think it is. He's not getting younger. Yeah. He's got that body type where he's gonna he's gonna slow down year after year to the point where he's gonna be fucking he's gonna be yeah. fucking Eddie Curry moving out there, you know, just yeah. slow. Yeah. yeah. That's a great moving, point. Moving in sand. Is this That's the time point. to say goodbye? I think it is. I think it is. They have the young talent, Moses Moody, Kaminga, uh yeah. Wiggins had a hell of a season, Poole. They have the young talent. I think if you're the sp- the Warriors here, this gets out. It's interesting too, knowing how bad the punch is. All they did was find him, and yeah. now the video's out. I'm sorry, but I'm sure Adam Silver is going to say something about this. 
And so that's another reason why you don't think or naturally just hearing you go through it. I don't think Draymond would leak it. Yeah. If he just got fined, he'd want to make sure that shit doesn't get out there. This is almost like Jordan Poole's camp leak this. Also, Jordan Poole was set to have some sort of contract negotiation negotiation and sit down and extension. So if you're Jordan yeah. Poole's camp, yeah. you're you're kind of wondering if you stay and commit to Draymond, what message are you now sending to me, the younger guy who you Great just point. recently drafted? So yeah. That's that's absolutely spot on with what potentially could ha- could happen with Draymond. But like I said, I'm sending his ass to Detroit first. It's yeah. the destination. Yeah. Then, then Kings it's also. yeah. Three uh, teams to pick. I'm saying here's your choices: You're going <laughs> Detroit, Sacramento, or Real Madrid, Madrid, or Real Madrid. Fucking, We're sending you to La Liga, or the the Indiana Pacers, or some shit like that. Yeah. We're yeah, gonna, or we'll send you to fucking uh, that team that Manchester United played yesterday. <laughs> what was that? The Omicron? Omicron, yeah. You know you know what what club, not even club, but team, team that I would even, if I'm in the Eastern Conference, you know who I would I still can't believe this. The call? If, I, if, I'm, if I'm Brooklyn, if I'm Boston. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't. That's the thing is. But if you're the Warriors, you're not sending him to a team that like needs that piece, you know that that's a that's yeah. the missing puzzle piece. Because yeah, Brooklyn he'd be perfect for. They need they need a guy like Draymond, absolute perfect fit. Boston yeah. can always use a fucking annoying fucking person. They're full of annoying people. That's um, what they do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, shout out to wow. Del. Wow. <laughs> How did I miss that all day? Usually I'm on top of these things. I'm glad I watched this and we bro- kind of talked about it a little bit. That yeah. was an insane punch. That was like uh, probably the best punch since uh, Rugnet Ador fucking <laughs> Joey, Joey Bats, Joey Batista. Probably the best. My man got clapped. Punch. Yeah. No, for real. That was a hell of a fucking punch. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um, I'd love to talk, you know, more sports besides Premier League and stuff like that on this as well. So, yeah, I'm glad we broke that down. Insane, insane, insane. So, we'll follow up with that next because I'm sure – like I'm on NBA Reddit and every fucking thing, every, every you go on NBA Reddit. Yeah, no, I'm gonna start doing it now if it's got some dope conversations and shits blasting every off on theories. Usually, it's like a mixed bag. Everything yeah. is about the Draymond Green situation. Yeah, it's like so. The first page there's usually like twenty to thirty topics. Every single one is Draymond Green. So, yeah, we'll get some so, good content on this. Uh, this was two hours ago. Ramona Shelbourne, the Golden State Warriors are taking, quote, every legal course of action, unquote, to discover how video of Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole during a scuffle at practice on Wednesday was made public. I retweeted this and I said, secures the bag, but loses a career. Best wishes to that video coordinator. And someone replied. He up two point six million. He don't need a career. Well, yeah, TMZ definitely gave him a lot for that. But yeah, I mean, you're never going to an NBA game. I'll tell you that much. But is it, is it worth it? It might be. But let me t- let me tell you something too. That that's an assault charge. Also, that's another thing we didn't even consider. Bro. That is aggravated assault. Bro. That is a sucker punch. Let's let's get it clear. Jordan Poole didn't punch him first. Jordan Poole wow. 
he got in Jordan Poole's face and Poole kind of did the get off me thing. It wasn't even really like a serious push. It was kind of like, yo, you're in my fucking face. Back the fuck off me. That's assault. That's assault. So is there criminal charges that could be brought up on this as well? Because that is that is absolutely assault. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still fucking criminal that that motherfucker released that shit. I'm telling you, that man will never be a fucking a, a student assistant at Tits McGee University. Never. He will never, ever coach, assist, scout, recruit, film, nothing. You, you will get better opportunities at filming something for Pornhub than you will ever get for filming anything for sports. You are blacklisted forever. He'll be filming on Blacked. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's end the podcast with this. Steven Jackson giving his two cents on Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. So this should there be interesting. We'll end it right here. There we go. Let me get turn the volume up. This guy, this should be, this guy's a wacko too. Please know this man is infamous for hitting people himself. Yeah. So, yeah, here we go. No, I've never been in a a fight with a teammate. Stop asking. Never had a a teammate. We had arguments, and it happens in practice, right? Not to the young guys. Me and Draymond had a little conversation about something else last night, about some other issue we had. And, uh, and to clear some stuff up between me and him. But I told him, he got to go to pool and fix that. If he want to join pool, don't benefit from this at all. And there's no reason to sucker punch a young fella. You know what I'm saying? But I told Draymond last night, he got to fix that situation with pool. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't benefit from it at all. He got to be the big bro and go over there and tell the bro, look, I spazzed out. You know what I'm saying? Never hit the little homies like that. In practice, all your teammates, man. You never do that. I've never done that, bro. Never done that. And you get into it, it happens sometimes. But the young fella, yeah. nah, you don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wise words from a decent man, Steven yeah. Jackson. Let's end the podcast there. We'll recap this next week as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was what dope. You Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Just shout out Stephen Jackson, NBA champion, world champion, great player, great career, just a bit of a fucking, I mean, obviously the life that he lived is dope dude overall. Dope dude. I'm not going to talk that shit on him, but because no. I'm not trying to catch those hands. Spazzed <laughs> out on him. All right. We'll end it there. Uh, good weekend of uh, Premier League. We'll bring in some other sports next week. And yeah, I'll see you on FIFA in a little bit, my friend. Premier Let's do it. Episode nine. We out. Peace. Peace.